Welcome to my daily dispatch. This is Brad Inman, and I'm very excited today to have an Inman favorite, Brian Servant, who is a real estate broker, author, and TV personality with Bravo's television series, Million Dollar List in New York, and it's been off Sell It Like Servant. Greetings, Ryan. How are you today? I'm good. In New Hampshire, how are you? Good. What part of New Hampshire? Uh, we are in South, where are we? Southwest New Hampshire. You basically come out of New York. You figure out how to get to I-91, you take that all the way up to Vermont, and then you make a right, and you look for the area that has no people, and that's where this house is. Wow. Now, are you safe and healthy and your family as well? How are they all doing? Yes. Uh, thank God. We are, um, we were, if we were infected, we didn't know it, um, which is in part why we also got out of New York City about two and a half weeks ago. My parents have a lake house in New Hampshire. Um, so we just came up here with my wife, our baby, and my wife's mom who lives with us and helps with the baby and everything. And so far we're, we're good. And New Hampshire is a good place to socially distance from people because they've been socially distancing from people here since 1776. Yeah. Don't they have a license plate that, what does it say? Don't tread on me or is that live, Vermont? No, live free or die. Oh, there you go. Live free or die. Yeah. Wow. Live free um, or die. So tell me, a New York City boy, isolation, how is that? It's so weird. It is, uh, you know, I, I really like New York City. You know, I don't live in New York City because I need to. I live in New York City because I want to. I like the craziness. I like the drama, the momentum. I like walking, you know, through Soho. And every day I can see a thousand new people who I've never seen before in my entire life like you know you can get whatever you want in new york city it's an amazing place to live it's so intellectually curious and it's a great place to do business obviously and it's a great place to do real estate um yeah uh, let me ask you this before we i don't want to interrupt you there but yeah. so it is it is it's pretty being in new hampshire for a weekend or a few days at the lake house is one thing to know you have an extended stay that's where it all this all gets quite challenging doesn't it and lots of that freedom that we just talked about yeah, you know, I don't know when we're going to come back. You know, we'll, we'll go back as soon as possible, whenever that's going to be. Um, uh, but, you know, we want to be safe as well. And I think, um, you know, we're doing our part, socially distancing from everybody else, not seeing anybody. Let's get this virus out of our way as soon as possible so we can all go back to work. Tell me this. You, uh, you're a hard worker. One of your MOs is you outwork everybody. And since you're I guess a teenager, I, I read a little bit about your background. Yeah. Uh, what, it's hard not to work at that pace, or the, I guess that way of working, right? Of working in front of a computer all day versus being out and about, um, yeah. diff, different way to work. But let, let me, I'm just curious one thing. You had, a, you had an interesting career, and one of the things you did is you did hand modeling, AT&T phones and espresso pods. And why are your hands so much better than mine or anybody else's? How do they pick a hand model? Do you start out as a regular model? Oh, and man. Robot. I'm taking you back. No, I, uh, yeah, I tried. Yeah, when, I, when I first came to New York City, I, 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 I tried to make money anywhere that I could, so I didn't have to leave. You know, I was just living kind of like gig to gig, little job to little job. And, you know, I, I tried to model, um, but I couldn't get any modeling jobs. But I had my hands in some of my photos, and people kept calling me for these hand model auditions. Um, and I think it's, I, don't, I, have, I have big hands with, uh, uh, with no veins or freckles on my hands. 
Um, and so there it is. And my fingers, my fingers are very skinny. My parents made me play piano for like 10 years. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. So my hands, they're easy to take photos of, I guess. And, um, and yeah, dude, hand modeling, holding phones for AT&T paid me $1,500 a day. Um, wow. and I would get, I would get a job holding phones and, you know, they would take photos of my hands for five days straight you know, and that would be 1500 bucks times five, like that would pay my rent for a long time. And all I had to do was hang upside down, drain the blood out of my arms and hold phones for 10 hours a day. You know, and then go, go and do whatever else I wanted. Like I, yeah. I, you know, however I could make money, I would. Well, hopefully you won't have to go back to that in the midst of this, but let's, let's dive into one real estate one area. How are all your yeah, how are all your uh, all the agents in 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 your firm are healthy? Are they doing okay? And are they spread around? Or uh, how's the gang doing there? Did yeah, we have, we have a, yeah, we have a pretty big team of about sixty agents. Um, I'd say half wow, have, half have uh, left the city. The other half has. Uh, I'd say half has left the city. The other half has stayed in the city, quarantined in their apartments. Um, a couple people have coronavirus, um, but they are muscling through it. Um, I know a lot of people that have it. I think everybody does now at this point. It's, it's the most contagious thing I've ever seen. Um, and everyone's just kind of hunkering down and doing the best they can, you know, on their computers virtually. And, you know, what we're really using this time for is not stressing so much about new deals. You know, really, unfortunately, 2020 is going to be, you know, probably missing a quarter. You know, yep. we're not going to have any new business, you know, April, May, June, most likely. We might have some, but it's not going to be, it's not going to mean anything for us. I mean, we, we typically sell, you know, two to three homes a day. Now we're going to sell maybe two to three homes a month um, uh, if, you know, if we're all completely at a standstill. But they're good. They're, they're healthy. We're keeping spirits high, keeping people happy um, and focusing on the future, right? This is a, this is the silver lining to all this is when have you ever had a month in the middle of the year to be locked inside your house and everybody else is in the same situation and you just have to focus on future you all day long. What are you gonna do on June 1? What are you gonna do July 1? How do you wanna change your life, change your business? Let's come up with business plans, new ideas. Let's learn more, let's do this, let's do that. So everyone's actually been really busy. You know, Ryan, that's interesting. Uh, so you take March, let's just take April. April looks to be maybe May, maybe hopefully a peak but everything dead um so you know brass tax for realtors this is the time to get your act together with everything you've got going but we used to okay let's have a plan for may 1st june 1st july 1st when the market comes back or is it more um let's plan for you know more dead days what, what do you what do you think what do you what, do you, what is your gang feeling and what do you hear from new york i know it's hard to sort through all the health issues but uh, in the medical emergencies, but but how do you look at that? What's the time frame you're focused on? Um, I, honestly, the earliest I think everyone gets back to normal is June one, but it's probably more like July one. I was listening to Bill Gates talk yesterday, and you know he and a lot of other people who are a lot smarter than I am um, uh, are very convinced that this is not going to die down until the summer. And that, you know, then the summer will come and it'll be really slow and then we'll slowly get back to normal come the fall. So I think 2020 is, listen, we don't, this isn't fun. No one, no one likes this. But the good thing I think for us is that at the end of the day, we're all in 
business together. It's not like it's just New York or just California or just China or just South America. Like it's, it's everybody. Some areas are hit harder than others, um, like New York, where everything is completely shut down. But, you know, it's going to be all relative. And 2020 is going to be a tough year for everybody, just like 2008 and 2009 were tough years for everybody. But people find a way, you know, human beings are yeah. resilient. That's why we exist. We muscle through it. Uh, let's go to 2008 and nine in a minute, because that's when you started. So you started with zero transactions. You know, it's like to have zero transactions. But before we get to that, isn't it sad now, as you described New York before and what you love about it, to see those streets empty? I just, it, it just, you know, it's a blow to the stomach for any of us that live in New York, have lived in New York. And, um, but I guess yeah. that's just, it, it's like out of a movie. It's crazy. It is totally out of a movie. It's, it's wild. But at the same time, like you, I don't know, I saw a photo the other day of, um, LA, you know, on February 15th, um, and LA last week. And you can like, all the smog is gone. All the yeah. pollution is gone. You can hear birds chirping in New York. When you walk through Soho, West Broadway, you can hear birds chirping. I had no idea there were birds in Soho. <laughs> like it's, there you know, you go. If, if we're, you know, we're given the city a break, like a, probably a well needed little break as painful as it is. So I think, you know, listen, every real estate agent needs to file for unemployment as soon as possible. Take advantage of the programs that they're putting out there. They're for us too. file for unemployment, cut all unnecessary spending, use all of your bonus time to reconnect with family and to business plan and strategize for the future. You know, and I think we're also going to see just like, in a way, you know, we're going to see a lot of new real estate agents come into this business um, uh, in the next, you know, in the next 12 months. I mean, I've seen, you know, we do a, we have a pretty big, um, online sales course, the, the sell like Sirhan sales course where we teach people how to sell real estate, how to get into the business, how to start their careers. And like, I mean, our daily new member signups are up like 500%. It's nuts. Right. And these are people who just got a lot of people who got fired from other jobs who didn't even like those jobs in the first Ryan, place. Ryan, interesting. You know, you started in 2008, 2009. That, that was a period, I know at Inman, just a younger generation came into the industry, stormed into the industry at the worst time. And they kind of set the pace, like, you know, um, realtor personalities, you know, celebrity realtors, TV people like yourself. Uh, what do you think drew people in? I guess there was no jobs, so they were drawn to real estate, but that was a generational shift for the industry, which is wonderful. Fresher, more educated, um, group of people and you just mentioned that's going to happen now what happened back then that you did it and why is it do you think happening now uh, again unemployment real real estate's a way to make a living is it come down to that basic concept yeah real estate has always been a you know for the most part real estate was always the second career for uh for people um who are either recently fired or recently retired you know, our divorce, our divorced mothers who had that yeah, credit because their husband yeah, to get into it and say, "Hey, you know what? I can do this." Um, it is an incentivized business. You know, it is a business where you the pressure isn't there really. It's only on yourself. You don't have to clock in, clock out. You don't have to own product. You know, if you want to sell a hundred apartments or a hundred homes in a year, you can. If you want to sell one a year, you can do that too. You know, like there's you the, the possibilities are limitless. Um, and it, it's a business that really, really rewards hard work and consistency, which is why, why I like it the most. You know, there's so much in every business that you can't control, but I am very thankful to be a real estate agent, especially at times like this. Like, yes, deals are dying right now and 
no new business is going to happen, but it's not going to stay that way. At least we're not getting fired. <laughs> you know, I'm not getting furloughed. I'm not losing my job. All of my clients need me now more than ever before. Um, and so I think we're going to see a lot of people get into it who like the idea of owning their own schedule and being their own CEO. Um, and that's what we saw in 08 and 09. And I think we're going to see it again. So there's going to be a lot of fresh agents who get into the business. And that's, it's good, right? It's good for the industry. Yeah, absolutely terrific. Hey, let me ask you, what was your first deal back? What, you got into biz 2008, 2009. You yeah. had, how the heck did you, you know, get into the business? What was your first deal, your first transaction? Was it an apartment, a rental, or what? Yeah, I, I did rentals for the first two years basically um i would post ads on craigslist and then i would meet people on a street corner typically at a starbucks and then i would just take them around to other buildings and i would look for ones where the landlord was paying the broker fee so i didn't have to have that awkward conversation about hey the fee is 15 percent of one year's rent and all that stuff um the first rental deal i did was at 38 west 31st street for like 1200 bucks a month um, and my split with the house with my brokerage company was 50 50 and I made $600 and all I had to do was show an apartment, you know? And so I looked at that and said, wow, if I could do this every day, imagine if I, imagine if I rented a $2,000 a month apartment every day, you know, and I made a thousand dollars a day like that's Yeah. I'd be rich. You know, that's, <laughs> I remember having that thought on 32nd street. Because I'd done, you know, in the beginning of 2009, I did like two rental deals back to back. And I basically had made, you know, $1,000 on Monday and then $1,000 on Tuesday. And it's like, oh my, this is what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to rent people apartments that aren't mine. And I'm just going to talk to them, get them excited about where their bed is going to go. And then I'll get paid a thousand bucks. Deal. Sweet. Like, and then I can go and do my, because I wanted to do theater. You know, I was in New York City to, to do theater. So I still was really, really trying to do that at the time. And bartending, right? As I as I read your bio on Wikipedia, no, I, I got into I got into real estate, so I didn't have to become a bartender. There you One go. I, I never wanted to do. I, I never wanted to have a, a survival job, right? I never wanted to have like a temp job, a bartender job, waitressing, anything like that, because I I knew too many people who were in their forties, fifties, sixties who were still waiting tables all those years later, because you just get used to the comfort of the weekly check. Hey, it's interesting you said your first deal, uh, ads on Craigslist. Here we are, 2020. I'm a new agent. I come to work for, for Ryan. Yeah. Uh, what's today's Craigslist to get started to rent that first apartment in New York City? What would you, what would you think it might be? Um, well, we don't do a whole lot of rentals anymore. Uh, you know, we do, there's, there's, you know, kind of the premier agent program through Zillow and through Street Easy. A lot of young agents will do that. Um, the benefit of people who work for me, though, on my team is they, they get to work on my business. So they start at a very low split with me and I have them help with our open houses. They do administrative work in the office and they have to learn. And what I say to every new agent in the business is forget what you've read and saw on TV. Your first three years in this business, no matter when you get into it and what it is, is grad school. Okay. You cannot get into this business and think you're going to make $100,000 the next day or even that year. You have to look at this as a learning time. It is grad school. And when you go to grad school, all you do is spend money, right? You take out student loans so you can afford it so that when you come out of grad school, you can get a much better job and actually make money then. Um, and that's what the first three years in this business are. You got to use it to learn as much as you can. You got to grind, pull all-nighters, 
And then year four, you'll be on your feet. Year five, you'll be running. Um, and the agents who don't treat it that way are the ones who quit. You know, those are the agents that, that quit, they get discouraged, they, they feel like the business is too hard and they get out of it in the first year or two years. That's why, what is it, like 80% of new realtors quit within the first 12 months because they just don't look at it the right way. Yeah, great point. And is it, I know it's one of your keys, is outworking everybody really important as well? You gotta work out, put in a lot of hours, stay right, you get going particularly, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, um, one, you gotta catch up to everybody, but even now, like I'm quarantined, but I wake up at five o'clock, I, I put on sweatpants and sweatshirt and I go run around a lake in the pitch black in New Hampshire, <laughs> freezing my butt off, right? Because I'm not changing my routine. The worst thing anyone can do right now, especially 1099 independent contractors is change their routine and lose their discipline and treat this time like vacation. It is not. This is God's gift to you um, as bonus time, right? If you are healthy, you thank everybody in the world um, uh, and use this as bonus time. So wake up early, get your body moving, fill up your calendar with phone calls, touch base, figure out how you're gonna network and prospect, meet people virtually. So when this is all over, you can turn those virtual relationships into physical relationships and actually go meet those people. Um, there you go. So yeah, we just work, work. I mean, I feel like I work harder now than ever in my life, which is kind of weird. Let me ask you this. Uh, you have uh, made, become not only a real estate celebrity star, but you've also become a television star. I started making a list of pre-corona and after-corona. Pre-corona is uh, paper. We're going to no longer have paper. Uh, I've even put on that list, maybe we'll be blessed by no reality TV. And I've been an off ah. and on. Um, I love you to death. And I love a lot of your colleagues on TV and Bravo, et cetera. But uh, I'm not ever sure if it's really good for the industry. Um, and, uh, you know, I go back and forth. I know the image community is completely split. They love having you on stage. But that whole idea of celebrity real estate, can you imagine that maybe going away is that something we'll look back remember when we did that in the 19s or whatever what do you think of that is that a bad analysis or is it going to be better than ever i don't know you know i i just read a, an article this morning that said um the television stations that are actually going to do the best during this this downturn are going to be the reality tv stations because um uh they have a stockpile of footage and they can still make shows right now with people filming at home. You know, all scripted television and film is now shut down. Um, but, uh, you know, Bravo, A&E, E, all those channels are, are actually faring way better than everybody else. And listen, I think there's a general <laughs> public interest in, in high price real estate. So I don't think that's ever going to go away. Um, and I think people like seeing what it's like in other industries, whether it's you know, if the real estate shows go away about real estate agents, then all those shows have to go away. So it's not just million dollar listing, you know, deadliest catch is going to go away. You know, that yeah. is that show good for, uh, for the, you know, for the, the crab industry, people like watching these shows and looking at them as in terms of entertainment. Um, you know, but it was never my intention to come out of this as a, as a celebrity. My intention was to, and still is with the vlog on YouTube that we do every Wednesday night without fail, the books, you know, the podcasts at the course, everything is the more people who know what you sell, the better. And you have to diversify your platform. And I think that's really what's going to come out of all this is you're gonna have more people starting blogs, more people starting new ways to generate leads. 
um, through brand awareness. Um, and that's something that we're really Yeah, I think, on. you know, we call it, you know, bloggers were kind of the first disruption of media. Uh, I don't yeah. think social was ever really media, it was communication. I think there's a new form of media taking place. We all see it um, with in the mid of COVID-19 that's, uh, it's totally different. It's, uh, you know, it's more, a little more authentic. It's definitely involves video. It involves groups of people. Uh, it's just a whole, it's live, you know, it's real time. It's, uh, yeah. who knows what will happen really. Hey, this, let's go back really brass tacks, um, but let, let's use your training program. Are you amending and changing that because of the circumstances? And what are some basic elements of uh, Ryan's, you know, training advice to agents? What would you get just one, two, three, go through it. But first, have you changed it at all because of circumstances? Now? Yeah, we, we, we adapt the course every every day we have a, I have a call with all of our members at 3 p.m today um, we you know I talk to them all the time you know everybody who's in the course which is now thousands and thousands and thousands of agents all around the world are um, you know I, I treat them all like personal friends and like they're all my, my team members really um, and I mean the first the minute all this started I put together a 15 page guide on how real estate salespeople should be handling COVID-19 and what to do, what to think about, how to structure your day, um, uh, what to be reading, how to be talking to all of your buyers, how to be talking to your sellers, how to prospect for new business, how to plan for when this is all over. Um, and we got that out to all of our members as, as soon as we possibly could. And it's been, it's been really, really well received. Um, hey, could, Brian, can we get parts of that? At least you may want to give it all to us. We're, uh, you know, in this become, our, our readership's exploding and everyone's coming to us for resources. We're aggregating some of that. Do you have a shortened version of that we could put up or can you tell people here where yeah, they we can, can find we it? Can, we can make one, no problem. Just, uh, yeah, just, just email me to remind me and I'll have my team send it to you. That's great. Keep going. Yeah, so what's I, in there? Um, no, the course, the course really teaches you how to uh, build a sales career, a successful sales career. It's how to close, how to initiate new clients, how to generate leads without cold calling. I hate cold calling, how to structure your day, how to comp properties, how to deal with buyers and every type of buyer, how to deal with every type of seller, how to get into new construction and deal with developers, how to manage your follow-up. I have a follow-up, follow-through, follow-back system. Um, I have a finder, keeper, doer system we go through in terms of how my day is completely broken down uh, because you've got to be your own boss, right? Every single day. I mean, the course goes through everything. I mean, it's I, it, it take me five hours to tell you all about it. And that's about how long the course is. And then what's, I think what's really the most beneficial is once you have the blueprint for how I built my business, which is really what the course is. It's how I got into the business and how I started my business without any mentor or any training. Um, uh, then there's, you know, just being a monthly member with me and, and just talking about all your deals and your issues in our Facebook group and, you know, having our, our kind of live video sessions and, I, I, I spend more time on the course right now than I do on anything else because I actually love it. And I love talking to agents all around the world. And we have agents right now in 36 countries, um, which is pretty cool. And I have a call at 11 o'clock with one who's in uh, Singapore right now. We're going to talk about business in Singapore and it's just awesome. Wow. You know? And it's That's a good referral network for everybody too. How, now, how big is your, uh, what, what's the cost for someone to join your network, become a member? Uh, it's five, 500 bucks. Oh, that's great. That's not too bad. Some of these are outrageous. So this yeah, isn't no, the a lot of them that are like seven thousand, four thousand, ten thousand. Like I, yeah, I, I'm not. I didn't do this to make money. I did this to. I want to help as many real estate agents around the world. Like I, I make enough money. I sell a lot of real estate even during COVID nineteen. You know, I'm not a coach. I'm not a guru. 
I'm not here to take anyone's money. I really, really do want to help agents become better. And my hope is that, you know, as I grow my business and brand myself, if I ever want to go to Singapore or Phoenix, Arizona, there will be course members who are there who are going to want to do business with me. You know, um, life is short. I'm, I'm 35. I, I see a big future for all of us. There you go. I love those. And maybe we'll end on that, Ryan, but give us one last, um, this is going to be a tough month for the Inman readers. You know, we've got a million people out there that are going to, we're, we're, we hate to say it, but we, too many of them are going to struggle. What's one last word, one piece of advice um, to get up and take it on today? Listen, buckle down. We are all in this together. No one is having a great time right now. So be rest assured that you are not the only one struggling with deals dying. All of my deals are dying too. So we're, we're all here for each other. We're all here together. And let's use forums like Instagram, Facebook, Inman, you know, my course to touch base with other realtors. And let's talk about how we're going to come out of this even stronger than we went into it. Love it, Ryan. Hey, gang, this is Ryan Sorrent. He did an absolutely fabulous job today, as he does in the Inman stage. We'll get your, uh, your document there and share it with everybody on Inman News. And uh, hang in there, gang. Uh, Going to be a tough bunk, but uh, I think as Ryan said, we're all in this together. We're all in the same boat. This is Brad Inman checking out on the Daily Dispatch.